Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, high-performance business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, your podcast host right here on Success Hackers. We are all about empowering you our entrepreneurial audience to help you take your business to entirely new heights. People say, Scott, how are you doing that? Very simple. We get the opportunity to literally interview some of the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet and then having them share their their success hacks and strategies with us. And the cool thing about what we're doing here on Success Hackers is these are individuals who are in the trenches just like me and you right now. These are not people that have been super successful 25 years ago and have been you know, on the golf course ever since. These are people right now in the trenches, so we get literally the opportunity to get inside the minds of these individuals and then apply them, which is uh, is exactly why I created this podcast. One quick thing before we bring on our esteemed guests, right now it's the holiday season at the taping of the show, and a lot of you might be thinking, man, I can coast. I can coast right into the new year. Don't do that. That's the kiss of death. I've tried it in the past, and it doesn't work. And the reason why is because of this one word called momentum. Momentum in sports, in working out, in trying to get the body you want to get, in business, etc., could either be your biggest asset or your biggest liability. And so right now, if you have any kind of momentum rolling into the new year, the biggest mistake you can make is actually coasting and putting your foot on the brake. I'm not saying you have to work right through the holidays, and I'm not saying you have to work on Christmas or on New Year's or whatever, anything like that, but I want you to take a break and relax and spend some quality time with your family, but don't lose your momentum in your business. All right, so let's get started. Today's Success Hackers podcast is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business, make sure to check out the brand new free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Just go to IWantMoreLeads.net. That's IWantMoreLeads.net. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who is a peak performance mindset trainer and coach. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Jason Richardson. Jason, are you ready to rock? Totally ready to rock. Mr. Jason Richardson regularly addresses audiences looking to get on top, stay on top, or even break new barriers in business, sport, and life. As a world champion and Pan Am Games gold medalist athlete, Dr. Jason Richardson's unique blend of education and professional experience sets the stage for a business that plays an important role in the lives of clients in the corporate world, the entrepreneurial ecosystem, and the athletic field of play. His work has been seen in just a few places, (laughs) USA Today, ESPN, Inc. Magazine, Good Morning San Diego, and the list goes on and on and on. So Jason, welcome to Success Hackers, man. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks. The way you read that, I almost want to hire me. (laughs) You are hired, my friend. (laughs) Well, you know, I gave our Hacker Nation listeners a little bit of information about you, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. 
Yeah, for sure. And I'd also like to add, because your intro was great, and I love what you said about the holidays and coasting. And and uh, if people can start their 2017 now, that's an that's an amazing thing to do. So, so uh, Scott, I appreciate you working the momentum uh, the momentum game, as it were, and encouraging people, the listeners, to do that because it's it's so important. And as a as an athlete and someone who works with a bunch of athlete and high high performers, it's it's really important. As it pertains to my business, uh, you know, drjasonrichardson.com. It, it's pretty simple. My father told me not to name my business after myself. <laughs> However, uh, me being his son, I did it anyway. Um, and and it was interesting. I, w- I was a professional athlete for 15 years. Uh, always went to school. That was that was uh, at the time it was a fallback plan. If you read my book, it's all BS. Uh, we're all wrong. You're all right. You'll understand uh, what I really think about fallback plans and Plan B. But at the time, uh, I always knew I would I would go into some kind of professional space. And uh, and I broke my leg actually in 2006. I won the Pan Am Games in 2007, so I broke my leg in 2006. And at the time, I was one of the older riders on the circuit. I thought that would probably be it for me. Most everyone else thought that, and it would have been no surprise. But I really wanted to exit my sport, BMX racing, on my terms, uh, and because of my choice not not just oh i got hurt and i'm out and i'm old and i might as well let right. you know let go and i could have i could have gotten away with it because i i had an undergrad degree in philosophy i had i haven't i had at the time an mba so um you know i i, I was a homeowner i was living an adult life so i, I could have made some moves but i just wasn't doing it it didn't it didn't really align with with who i was and so i i wanted to get back and race and and one i believe it helped me heal quicker so you know, having that purpose, having that forward, uh, that forward motion, that drive to actually attain and, and keep moving, help. I, I believe helped me heal quicker. And I was on the track in in, in a few, in I believe six months, but racing again in, in seven or eight months. And then I, you know, I ended up having a, a great 2007 and 2008 season. Uh, but on the plane coming back from one of my second, I think it was my second race back, I was sitting next to a couple, and they were a psychologist couple coming back from a conference, and. Sure enough, the light bulb went off, and I said, "You know, I have a couple of years on my contract with my sponsor." Uh, and I started asking about school and education and, and how that worked and the licensing. And I realized that it was a really good fit for me to not only take my experience as as a rider and racer, and then you know, having done the public service announcements and having taught clinics and seminars from a riding perspective, mentoring younger athletes. Uh, working in marketing departments, being in an action sport world, seeing how important uh, the aesthetic is, using certain words are, working with a sports psychologist myself to achieve peak performance. I felt like this is a great business model for me. Lo and behold, I was found myself speaking in front of you know one small private school in La Jolla, California. And next thing I knew, I was on a plane heading to Dallas, and I was speaking with uh, you know car designers at Audi and then at Lexus College doing a corporate training there and and uh it just kept it just kept growing and 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 I love it. I I love being able to get in front of the audience and not just share my story but actually sell them their dreams. Mm. Whether they're in the entre- entrepreneurial space or or in the corporate space or uh, the cubicle space as it were but sell them their dreams and help those people 
optimize their life and their experience wherever they are. I, I just, for me, that's just, uh, it's almost as good as racing. When I really started to apply those, that same mindset that I did in racing to my work, to getting licensed, to building, you know, breaking out and, you know, opening my own office or starting my own business and putting myself out there to, to get in front of, you know, hundreds of people and, and speak or thousands of people and speak and, and spread the word. That's, that's when things, that's when it didn't matter if I was in that office or that's when it didn't matter when I had to pay those dues. Did I like it all the time? No, but it made it easier once I applied that same competitive or I would say winning mindset to my work because really that that's the fatal flaw that a lot of athletes make they identify as athlete which is and you are and I still identify as an athlete I also identify as an athlete who is also this and this and this and provides value to other people by do by speaking or by helping them through a tough time or by helping them achieve you know jump the achievement gap so it was recognizing that that not only am i a pro athlete i can be a pro athlete in all these in this other professional space and really leverage that and i think that's the fatal flaw a lot of athletes make is they think that's all they are I'm just a quarterback. I'm just a, a a a bike racer. I'm just a skier. And they and they you, you and we all do it, big or small. We have what's known it's called uh, present bias. We think the way it is now is the way it's going to be all the time. And so whether that's how you spend your money yeah. or or how you how you think people are going to perceive you. And so it's really about taking control of your own life and the own vision of and your own vision of yourself to get what you want it's actually you know it's funny if an athlete can harness that and we've seen them do it like a jordan like a magic johnson they actually become industries unto themselves just because of that that same play big mindset and execution strategy i love it because I, I i'm a huge believer and you know the old saying is when you when you're talking about becoming or being an entrepreneur and taking your business to the next level. Yes, without a question. There's stat- strategies, there's tactics, there's marketing, there's sales, there's funnels, there's you know profitability, there's all the tactics and strategies which kind of represent about 25%. 75% and I'm a big believer in 75% of it being the mindset, the training, um, hanging out with the right people, listening to individuals like yourself and podcasts like this, etc., etc., etc. But you brought up something a few minutes ago, and I want to piggyback off of that. Someone's listening right now. They're a business owner. They've been in business for two years or 12 years or 22 years, and they still want to grow. They still want to get to that next level. Um, and maybe it's not strategy. Maybe it's not tactics, although that probably has something to do with it. But you obviously work with clients in this exact area. What are maybe some key points you teach on how to become higher performers? One is uh, give up. so so interesting right not give up on your dream not give up on your work but give up on protecting your ego give up on some of the stories you might have been telling yourself give up on some of the rules you've been operating give give them up let them go for a little bit you know be 
because because if you're really if you if you can really train yourself to listen to that inner voice that that true voice that's that's probably saying I probably you know so you you know it's like if you went to college and you had a party night or something or 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 you went to dinner it's it's that you know or we just got you know we're in the holiday season it's that last bite of turkey or whatever and it's like I probably shouldn't but we do that anyway right well the brain operates that same way and we get locked into these patterns of behavior even though air quote we know better intellectually and so giving yourself the license to let some of those rules go that you operate by to let some of those um you know to let's to give up on protecting that ego to allow yourself to 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 feel the cut of the knife Mm -hmm. or in your gut that radical acceptance of of where you are and and what you've been doing then i then the brain sees how it's operating then that's that's the look in the mirror that's the gut check and then and then we can actually start to rewire the brain and rework our plans and rework what we've been doing that's what i do i i just i i you know whether it's a company or a person i hold up the mirror they they tell me what's going on and then i i take that put it through my computer and show them the mirror and then it's almost like the work does itself. You know, I, I add some meaning, I add some tactics and some strategies to to accomplish that and reinforce the new the new behaviors and training. But but really, it's it's the radical honesty <laughs> of yeah. how you've been operating and accepting. Like, okay, I don't know everything. I am failing miserably at uh, creating these funnels or the CRM or um, leading my employees. I'm terrible at this. But once you let that go and say, okay, uh, you know, then you're more open. Literally, your brain is a fertile ground to accept new information or to do something differently. But until you get to that point, it's very difficult to change. So if I heard you correctly, and I want to make sure the Hacker Nation community really understood what you said, you're saying, number one, is self-actualization. Understanding that right now I can keep beating my head up against the wall and trying to do you know the same way over and over and expecting different results, the definition of insanity, or I, t- I hold up the mirror, as you mentioned, and say, I'm not where I want to be, and rather than pointing fingers at everything and everyone else, look in the mirror and say, if it's to be, it's up to me mentality, number one is get to that baseline. Number two is to let it go, to, to understand that I'm not where I want to be, and it has a lot to do with maybe the stories I've been playing over and over in my mind about why I'm not good enough or why I can't lead this team or why fill in the blank. So once they get to that baseline, Mm -hmm. is there a specific strategy, whether it's, again, the audios, is there a specific thing that you teach your clients on a daily basis? Because getting to that baseline is very important. I agree with you. But then the old saying is, you know, it's like, you know, at the taping of this this podcast, pretty soon January will be here. Every gym in America and around the world will be filled with new members. But then March 1st rolls around and the gyms are half empty because they got to that baseline. They realized they needed to lose weight. They, need, they realized they wanted to get in, you know, better shape, whatever. But then their old paradigm kicks in March 1st and they're back to their old habits. So how can we make sure that once our listeners get to the baseline, they continue. Mm-hmm. And, and it comes down to values. And so I dig deep into values and beliefs because you, we do everything that's on our important list. 
Straight up. If you're and and the the truth of the matter is, and you gave them till March. That's pretty good. I usually usually it's when the when the Valentine chocolate shows up. That's when it goes out the window, uh, and and then we can start justifying why it's okay to to miss that gym session and why it's okay to you know to, you can lie to yourself and say, oh, I'm actually happy with you know this cholesterol level versus that or whatever it is you're you're working on. But it's really, you know, it's, it's a lottery question. There's a lot of people who'd like to win the lottery. I'd like to win the lottery. But guess what? I don't play. That's not how I'm going to make my, that's not how I'm going to earn my money. I don't, I don't value the lottery. <laughs> I don't, it's not, it's not high on my priority list to play and win it. What's high on my priority list are the things that get done, which is, which is my podcast, which is writing my book, which is, which is, uh, going out and introducing myself to, to people and, and being nice to the person at the, at the checkout stand and, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever it may be, being out in the world, right? That's high on my priority list. Moving, uh, moving at a high rate of speed sometimes. So those are the things that get done for me. And so back to that gut check. If it's not getting done, then then it's it's a priority change. And and I always ask people, what do you want? And I ask them over and over again, not because what they want is wrong or bad, or that they they need to have the right answer. It's so that they can get more clear on what it is. It's kind of like when you rewrite a paper or you rewrite some ad copy. You know, when you rewrite it, but it gets cleaner, it gets clearer, uh, it's more direct, it's more effective, more efficient. Um, and so the brain likes clear messaging. And so if we've got a bunch of gobbledygook up there and we think we're on this path and then those old beliefs start kicking in, those old stories start kicking in around week five or month two or whatever it is and it gets hard for you, well then what are the priorities? Do you really want to lose weight? Because let's face it, you don't have to. But you say you want to lose weight. So is that is that your goal or is that what you think society wants for you? What What's the deal? What's really going on there? It could very well be that that maybe you've already won. Maybe I don't know, but but don't waste my time or even your time with this if that's not what you really want. And that's where a lot of the unhappiness comes from. Is there's a lot of people doing stuff that they don't really want to do. And I'm not talking taking out the trash and paying bills. I'm not saying don't be responsible. I'm not talking like living in some kind of la la hedonistic world. But I'm saying really going after what they want which is i have a gift i have something to offer yet i'm not acting on that out of fear or out of safety or out of practicality and and it's the same stuff that holds people back with weight loss goals it's the same stuff that holds olympic level athletes and pro level athletes back it's the same thing that holds you know soccer mom to soccer pro back yeah, you know, it's interesting that you say the clarity piece because I, I personally believe it's it, uh, arguably the success principle foundation. If you were to line up three to four of the, the must-haves in building a business, building a life, etc., clarity is right up there in the photo, maybe being number one because in even the individuals, the business owners that I coach, the very first thing we do, we spend the first 45 minutes and exactly what you said is to get clarity to find out what they really want. What kind of revenue makes the most sense? How do you want your business to look in the next two to three years? How do you want your business to fit into your life and vice versa? And to your point, I think most individuals, as crazy as it sounds, most individuals don't have clarity around what they really want in so many areas of their life. So rather than spend the personal development, spending the inner work, 
what happens is, and it's happened for me, what happens is they just put on their shoes and they get up every day and they go to work or they do their thing and before they know it they blink they're five years ten years in and they're not really passionate about what it about life so then they just resort to other things that are going to allow them to cope or numb themselves whatever that might be and then they look back in 15 20 years and say well i tried it a few times but it really wasn't worth it and the reality of it is they never did the inner work to get clarity around what they really want because i believe that the universe will absolutely bend over backwards if you're 100% clear on what you want. But yeah, work work the passion. And there's two ways to do it, which is make your passion pay for you or do something that pays for your passion because um, why not be happy now, right? Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. If not now, when, right? So let's exactly. shift gears. Yeah, so let, yeah. T- tell us about your book. It's all BS, we're all wrong, and you're all right. Tell us kind of a, a quick synopsis of what that book is and how can someone get it. Yeah, they can get it on Amazon or I prefer them to go to my website because there's a bunch of other stuff I'd like them to see, like mm-hmm. listen to my podcast or, or, or look at, you know, just possibly contact me for it to come in and, and do a training or a speaking gig uh, for their team and light them up. Uh, but yeah, Amazon, iTunes, it's an ebook. It's also available in paperback as well. And it's all BS. We're all wrong. You're all right. Definitely a campy name. The BS stands for belief systems. And in it, I, I wrote it in a way to where you can pretty much pick it up at any chapter and just start reading it. Um, it's, and there's some personal stories in there about my racing career and how that played into my, my story of success and my story and not just business success, but just outlook on life and and being at peace with the journey of it all and learning to leverage that journey to do more get more uh be happier think bigger play better all of the above and but i do get in there and talk about the brain how the brain creates those stories where those stories stories come from the nature the nurture um and I use examples of, of a CEO in a factory making factory changes and the and the workers want to go on strike. And I and I relate that to how the brain is when we're trying to make a change. And we wanna we wanna lose weight or we wanna crush our crush our sales goals and and or there's a new uh change that we want to implement in our business and, and people are going, No, I don't know, I don't like that, I don't like that, or or there's a new OS on your phone. And you start, you know, that's the brain kind of saying, no, I'm not comfortable. I don't like this. I want to go back to my own pattern. But one is it helps people realize, look, a lot of this is programming. We are hardwired to live and do certain things. And so the brain is very efficient at being efficient. That doesn't mean that it's always going to do things that work well for you, but it'll do things that keep you alive. And so I get I get pretty deep in a very fun way about the neurology and how that works and then also give clear strategies as to how to start rewiring and changing some of those uh, some of those beliefs how to build a new belief that works better for you to get the results you want as you know Jason our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to not only help grow themselves but also their business you've already given us some really cool and impactful nuggets, but now we shine the success hack spotlight on you, Mr. Jason Richardson. So, all right, what's one success hack that you can share to help our Hacker Nation community 
who maybe looking to take their business to the next level, take themselves to the next level. You just alluded that there was a strategy in the book maybe that you want to talk about or anything else you want to talk about that they can literally start implementing or changing their belief system today. Yeah, well, I started out with with that mirror, right? So, And it's hard to shine the mirror on yourself. So get an accountability partner. And if you cannot find one, because a lot of times our friends are too nice to us, (laughs) so hire one. Hire one. Invest in your success. Invest in your belief. There is nothing more disconcerting to me than when people bargain shop their mentors, when people bargain shop or commodity shop investments that would lead them toward greener, greater pastures. Jason, we are now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you in the success hackers version of the hot seat. Mm-hmm. What, whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Jason Richardson, are you ready for the randomness round? Yes. Best advice you've ever received. Oh, man. Don't treat a woman like a girl and don't treat a girl like a woman. <laughs> and my, I don't know if that has anything to do with entrepreneurship, but it, but man, did that, does it resonate? And it, you said the first thing that came to my mind, but, um, but that, that, that is a telling thing on, on people and interacting with people. And, and I get the way, what I take from that is meeting people at their level and really working with them to understand, you know, to, to meet them where they are and 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 understand them, um, understand them and what they're going through and what they're dealing with, and so that so that you can better be of better service. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? I get into character. I have a vision and an idea of myself and who I want to be, and I uh, I get into character and I set an alarm to do that, and I have. It's not a routine, but I, because I have the benefit of having raced and had my pre-race rituals and all these little little ticks and stuff that I've worked out to get into character, whether it's clapping my hands or whether it's a, a certain way I breathe. But I set an alarm to get into character, and that character is is the the person that I I want to be. You know, is is the father of my children? Is the is the husband to my wife? Is the is the speaker to to many? Is the is the you know achievement gap filler uh, to others, and that's my character. Just like Will Smith gets into character to, to play a movie, yeah, you know that character in that movie may cry, laugh, eat, sleep, uh, go to the bathroom, and all that other stuff. But he is that character in that movie, and so in the movie of my life, I get I work to get into character, mm. and I, I become the person I want to be, and I set an alarm and make it a point to get into character every day. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice, knowing about life and business, would you give your 25-year-old self? Ooh, what I give my 25-year-old self, I would say start yesterday. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? I've never been scared to plug my DNA into a system. So I recognize that you talked about systems and strategies and funnels, but what really makes it special for anybody and I think for me was that that I even though I was being taught how to get 
uh, to pedal a certain way or to or to to do a a gate start, which is what we do in BMX racing uh, every week. That we practice our gate starts like golfers practice their swings. There there is a fundamental. There is a certain form you want to have fundamentally. However, I was never scared to plug my own DNA into that form, into that strategy to be the character I wanted to be within that strategy, within that um, curriculum, whatever it is. And I think that's what over time and, and that's what historically has set me apart and been able to to be kind of my secret sauce. And so – um, so I, I I plead with people, I beg with people, I tell people, I preach to people, however you want to call it, to whatever it is you're doing. And, and I love training and I, and I love when people invest in getting mentorship and coaching. But I also say it is, it is not going to be as impactful for you if you don't plug all of you into that. So plug your DNA into it and make it yours. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Home decorating. Yeah. So, so, so once all of this is done, you know, the, the dream, the the real dream would be once it's all done, is to is to my retirement life. Of like, and by the way, I don't even care if I retire or not because I I'm doing what I want to do, so I, I'll work until I don't. But the yeah, the dream life would be yeah, my wife and I, just, you know, we we. We film ourselves uh, critiquing landscape and decor, and then redesigning uh, redesigning old houses and 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 apartments and college dorms and stuff like that. What is one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? I will have to say Alan Weiss. Alan Weiss, um, value based fees. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? I got to say, Facebook has been, I know it, it's not exciting, but Facebook has been strong. Jason, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies with our Hacker Nation, where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, and your book? You you mentioned it earlier, but uh, would love for you to kind of give yourself a plug anywhere you want. Yeah, so I can be easily found on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at real Dr. J Rich, and then my website drjasonrichardson.com. That's drjasonrichardson.com, and on the website there is a way to contact me. Book me, uh, read my book, uh, listen to my podcast, Gold Medal Mindset, and uh, and that's the best way you can find me and bring me in to, to come light up your crowd. Fantastic. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode's show notes. And the recap from today's incredible interview with Jason will actually have everything that we just talked about today on the show page along with the links for you to hang out with Jason, to speak to Jason and uh, get any of his books or anything else if you want to talk to him about speaking or coaching or anything of that matter as well. Also, when you're on the site, don't forget to click subscribe so that you get all the newest episodes. Again, go to successhackers.net. 
Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you aware of something pretty special. Besides being the creator and host right here on Success Hackers, I'm also a business strategist. And after working with small business owners for years, I've really learned that there's only five specific areas in every business where there's a treasure trove of untapped revenues and profits. But here's the problem. For whatever reason, 99% of business owners know nothing about them and they're missing a huge gold mine because of it. So after I discovered how bad this actually is, I now perform what I call 40-minute business makeovers where I can guarantee to help any business owner find at least $10,000 in untapped revenue in their business in less than 45 minutes without them spending a cent on marketing and advertising. Well, now I want to make this available to you, my loyal Hacker Nation listeners, completely complimentary, but we only have a few spots available. So if you're an existing business owner and you want me to help you find additional revenue in your business without spending any money, make sure to head over to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, minutemakeover.com. That's 40minutemakeover.com for additional information on how you can grab one of these spots available. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.